morning. Today we will start the chapter Locomotion and Movement, chapter number 20 of NCRT class 11 biology. Locomotion and movement. Movement is one of the significant features of living beings. Animals and plants exhibit a wide range of movements. Streaming of protoplasm in the unicellular organism like amoeba is a simple form of movement. Movement of cilia, flagella and tentacles are shown by many organisms. Human beings can move limbs, jaws, eyelids, tongues, etc. Some of the movements result in a change of place or location. Such voluntary movements are called locomotion. Walking, running, climbing, flying, swimming are all some forms of locomotory movements. Locomotory structures need not to be different. different from those affecting other uh, other types of movements for example in paramoecium cilia helps in the movement of food through cytopharynx and in locomotion as well hydra can uh, can use its tentacle for capturing its prey and also use them for locomotion we use limbs for changes uh, in body posture and locomotion as well the above observation suggests that movements and locomotion cannot be studied separately the two may be linked by stating that all locomotions are movements but all movements are not locomotion methods of locomotion performed by animals vary with their habitats and the demand of the situation however Locomotion is generally for search of food, shelter, mate, suitable breeding grounds, favorable climatic conditions or to escape from enemies or predators. Types of movement. Cells of the body exhibit three main types of movements namely amoeboid, ciliary and muscular. <coughs> some specialized cells in our body like macrophages and leukocytes in blood exhibits amoeboid movement it is affected by pseudopodia formed by the streaming of protoplasm cytoskeletal elements like microfilaments are also involved in amoeboid movement ciliary movement occurs in most of our internal tubular organs which are lined by ciliated epithelium the coordinated movements of cilia in the trachea helps us in removing dirt particles and some of the foreign substances inhaled along with the atmospheric air passage of over through the woman reproductive tract is also facilitated by the ciliary movement movement of our limbs jaws tongues etc require muscular movement the contractile properties of muscles are effectively used for uh, for locomotion
and other movements by human beings and majority of multicellular organisms locomotion requires a perfect coordination activity coordinated activity of muscular skeletal and neural system in this chapter you will learn about the type of muscles their structure mechanisms of their contraction and important aspects of skeletal system muscle you have studied in chapter 8 that cilia and flagella are the outgrowths of the cell membrane flagellar movement helps in the swimming of uh, spermatozoa maintenance of water current in the uh, canal system of sponges and in locomotion of protozoans like euglena muscle is a specialized tissue of mesodermal origin about 40 to 50% of the body weight of a human adult is contributed by muscles they have special properties like excitability contractility extensibility and elasticity muscles have been classified using different criteria namely location appearance and nature of regulation of their activities based on their locations three types of muscles are identified skeletal visceral and cardiac muscle skeletal muscles are closely associated with the skeletal components of the body they have a striated appearance under the microscope and hence are called striated muscles as they, their activities are under the voluntary control of the nervous system they are known as voluntary muscles too they are primarily involved in locomotory or uh, actions and changes of body posture visceral muscles are located in the inner walls of hollow visceral organs of the body like the elementary canal reproductive tract etc they do not exhibit any striation and are smooth in appearance hence they are called smooth muscles non striated muscles they and their activities are not under the voluntary control of the nervous system and are therefore known as involuntary muscles they assist for example in the transportation of food through the digestive tract and gametes through the genital tract <coughs> as the name suggests cardiac muscles are the muscles of the heart many cardiac muscle cells Uh, assemble in a branching pattern to form a cardiac muscle based on the appearance cardiac muscles are striated they are involuntary in nature as the nervous system do, uh, does not control their activities directly let us examine a skeletal muscle in details to understand the structure and mechanism of the uh, contraction each organized skeletal muscle in our body is made of a number of muscle bundles or fascicles held together by a common uh, collagen uh, collagenous connective tissue layer called fascia now fascia 
now each muscle bundle contains a number of muscle fibers each muscle fiber is lined by the plasma membrane called sarcoplasma enclosing the sarco uh, sarcoplasm muscle fiber is syncytium as the sarcoplasm contains many nuclei the endoplasmic reticulum that is sarcoplasmic reticulum of the muscle fiber is the storehouse of the calcium ion a characteristic feature of the muscle fiber is the presence of a large number of parallelly arranged filaments in the sarcoplasm called myofilaments or myofibrils each myofibrils has alternate dark and light bands on it <coughs> a detailed study of myofibril has established that uh, that the striated appearance is due to the distribution of the pattern of two important proteins number one is actin and myosin the light band contains actin and uh, and is called i band or isotropic band and the dark band whereas the dark band called a band or anisotropic band contains myosin both the proteins are arranged as rod like structures parallel to each other and also to uh, to the longitudinal axis of the myofibril actin filaments are thinner as compared to the myosin filaments hence are commonly called thin and thick filaments respectively in the center of the i band is a elastic fiber called z line which bisects it the thin filament are firmly attached to the z line the thick filament in the a band are also held together in the middle of the band by a thin fibrous membrane called m line the a and i bands are arranged alternatively with the, uh, throughout the length of the myofibril the portion of the myofibril between the two successive z lines is considered as the functional unit of contraction and is called sarcomere in <coughs> in a resting state the edges of the thin filaments on either side of the thick filaments partially overlap the free ends of the thick filaments leaving the central part of the thick filament filaments this central part of thick filaments not overlapped by thin filament is called the edge zone structure of contractile proteins each actin that is thin filament is made of two filamentous or f actins helically wo uh, wounded uh, wounded wound by each other
टू ईच अदर ईच एफ एक्टिन इज अ पॉलीमर ऑफ द मोनोमर जी एक्टिन और ग्लोबुलर एक्टिन टू फिलामेंट्स ऑफ अनादर प्रोटीन प्रोटोमायसिन ऑल्सो रंस क्लोज टू द एफ एक्टिन थ्रू आउट इट्स लेंथ कॉम्प्लेक्स प्रोटीन प्रोपोनिन इज डिस्ट्रीब्यूटेड एट रेगुलर इंटरवल्स ऑन द ट्रोपोमायसिन the resting state in the resting state a subunit of troponin masks the activity by uh, bind active binding sites for uh, for myosin on the actin filaments each myosin filament is also polymerized proteins May, uh, many monomeric proteins called meromyosin myosin constitutes One, uh, one thick filament. Each meromycin has two important parts: a globular head with a short arm and a tail. The uh, the former be, uh, being called the heavy meromycin (HMM) and the latter the light meromycin or LMM. The HMM component, that is the head and the short arm, projects outwards at either uh, at regular distance and angle from each other from the surface of a polymerized myosin filament and is known as cross arm the globular head is an active active atpase enzyme and has binding sites for atp and active sites for actin mechanism of muscle contraction mechanism of muscle contraction is best explained by the sliding filament theory which states that contraction of muscle fiber takes place by a sliding of the thin filament over the thick filament Mus- muscle contraction is initiated by signal sent by the central nervous system via a motor neuron a motor neuron along with the muscle fibers connected to it constituent constitute a motor unit the junction between a motor neuron and the sarcolemma of the muscle fiber is called the neuromuscular junction or the motor end plate a neural signal reaching the junction releases a neurotransmitter acetylcholine which generates the action potential in the sarcolemma this spreads through the muscle, muscle fibers and causes the release of calcium ion into the sarcoplasm increase in the level of sar- uh, calcium ion leads to the binding of calcium with a subunit of troponin on the actin filaments and thereby remove the masking of active sites for myosin utilizing the energy from atp hydrolysis the myosin head now binds to the ex, uh, to the exposed activity active site on actin to form a cross bridge this pulls the attached 
actin filaments towards the center of a band the z line attached to this actins are also pulled inwards thereby causing a shortening of the sarcomere that is contraction it is clear from the above steps that during shortening of the muscles that is contraction the i band get reduced whereas the a bands retain the length the myosin releasing the adp and p1 goes back to its relaxed state a new atp binds and the scrotch bridge is broken the atp is again hydrolyzed by the myosin head and the cycle of the cross bridge formed formation and breakage is repeated causing further sliding the process continues till the ca uh, calcium ions are pumped back to the sarcoplasmic uh, cistern resulting in the masking of the actin filaments this causes the return of z lines back to their original position that is relaxation the reaction time of the fibers can vary in different muscles repeated activities of the muscles can lead to the accumulation of lactic acid due to anaerobic breakdown of gly- uh, glycogen in them causing fatigue muscle con- uh, contains a red colored oxygen storing pigment called myoglobin myoglobin contains a uh, content is high in some of the muscles which gives a reddish appearance such muscles are called the red fibers this muscles also contain plenty of mitochondria which can utilize large amount of oxygen stored in them for atp production this muscles therefore can also be called aerobic muscles on the other hand some of the muscles possesses very less quantity of myoglobins and they therefore appears pale or whitish these are the white fibers number of uh, my uh, mitochondria are also few in them but the amount of sarcoplasmic reticulum is high they depend on anaerobic processes for energy skeletal system skeletal system consists of a framework of bones and a few cartilages this system has a significant role in movement shown by the body imagine chewing food without jaw bones and walking around without the limb bones bone and cartilages are specialized connective tissues the former has a very hard matrix due to the calcium salts in it and the later has slightly pliable matrix due to the chondroitin salts in human beings this system is made up of 206 bones and a few cartilages 
it is grouped into two principal divisions the axial and the appendicular skeleton axial skeleton comprises of 80 bones distributed along the main axis of the body the skull vertebral column sternum ribs constitutes the axial skeleton the skull compo- is composed of two sets of bones cranial and facial the total uh, that totals to 22 bones cranial bones are 8 in number they form the hard protective outer covering Crani- uh, cranium for the brain the fa- uh, facial region is made up of 14 skeletal elements which form the front part of the skull a single u shaped bone called hyoid is present at the base of the buccal cavity and it is also included in the skull each middle ear, ear contains three tiny bones malleus incus and stapes collectively called ear ossicles the skull region articulates with the superior region of the vertebral column with the help of two occipital condyles a dicondylic skull that's why we call it dicondylic skull <coughs> our vertebral column is formed by 26 serially arranged units called vertebrae and is dorsally placed it extends from the base of the skull and constitutes the uh, main framework of the trunk each vertebra is uh, has a central hollow portion called the neural canal through, uh, through which the spinal cord passes the first vertebra is the uh, atlas and is articulate with, uh, with the occipital condyle the uh, the vertebral column is differentiated into cervical which is 7 thoracic 12 lumbar 5 and sacral 1 fused and coxial uh, 1 fused regions uh, regions starting from the skull the number of uh, cervical vertebrae are 7 in almost all ma- uh, mammals including human beings the uh, the vertebral column protects the spinal cord supports the head and uh, serves as the point of attachment for the ribs and musculature of the back sternum is a flat bone on the ventral midline of thorax there are 12 pairs of ribs each rib is a thin flat bone connected dorsally to the uh, to the vertebral column and ventrally to the sternum it has two articulation uh, surface on its dorsal end and is hence called bi- uh, bicephalic first seven pairs of ribs are called true ribs dorsal uh, dorsally they, uh, they are attached to the thoracic vertebrae and ventrally connected to the sternum with the uh, with the help of hyaline cartilage 
the 8th 9th and 10th pairs of ribs do not articulate directly with the sternum but join the 7th rib with the help of the hyaline cartilage these are called vertebro chondral ribs or false ribs last two pairs that is 11th and 12th of the uh, of ribs are not connected ventrally and are therefore called floating ribs the thoracic vertebrae ribs and sternum together forms the rib cage the bo uh, bones of the limb along with their riddles Giddles constitutes the appendicular skeleton. Each limb is made up of 30 bones. The bones of the hand are humerus, radius, and ulna. Carpal wrist bones 8 in number, metacarpals, pum bones 5 in number, and phalanges digits as 14 in number figure 20.9 femur or thigh bone is the longest bone tibia and fibia are tarsal which is ankle bone has 7 in number metatarsal has 5 in number and the phalanges or digits are again 14 in number are the bones of the legs or hind limbs a cup-shaped bone called patella covers the knees or the kneecap. Pectoral and pelvic girdle bones help in the articulation of the upper and lower limbs uh, respectively with the axial uh, skeleton. Each girdle is formed of two halves. Each half of the pectoral girdle Consists of a clavicle and a uh, scapula. Scapula is a la uh, large triangular flat bone con uh, situated in the dorsal part of the uh, uh, thoracic uh, thorax between the second and the seventh uh, ribs. The dorsal flat uh, triangular body of scapula has a slightly Elevated ridge called the spine, which projects as a flat expanded process called the acromion. The clavicle articulates with it. Below the acromion is a depression called the glenoid cavity, which articulates with the head of the uh, humerus to uh, to form the shoulder joints each clavicle is a long slender bone with uh, with two curvatures this bones is commonly co uh, called the collar bone pelvic girdle uh, consists uh, consists of two coxal bones each coxal bone is formed by the fusion of three bones ilium ischium and pubis at the uh, at the point of fusion of the above bone uh, is a cavity called 
acidibulum to which the thigh bone articulates the two halves of the pelvic girdle uh, meet ventrally to form the pubic symphysis contain, uh, containing fibrous cartilage joints joints are essential for, uh, for all types of movements involving the bo uh, bony parts of the body locomotory movements are not no exception to these joints are po uh, points of contact between bones or between bones and cartilages force generated by the muscle is used to carry out movements through joints where, uh, where the joints act as a fulcrum the movability at these joints is varied depending on different factors joints have been classified into three major structural forms namely fibrous cartilaginous and synovial joints Car uh, fibrous joints do not allow any movement this uh, type of joints is shown by the flat sc uh, skull bones which fuses end to end which with the help of the de uh, dense fibrous connective tissues in the form of sutures to uh, to form the cranium in <coughs> cartilaginous joints the bone invo uh, involved are joined together with, uh, with the help of cartilages. Uh, the jo uh, joint between the adjacent uh, five uh, vertebra in the vertebral column is of this pattern and it permits limited movements. Synovial joints are characterized by the presence of a uh, fluid-filled synovial cavity between, uh, between the articulating surfaces of the two, uh, two bones. Such an arrangement allows uh, considerable movements. These joints help in uh, locomotion and many other movements. Ball and socket joints, hinge joints, pivot joints, gliding joints, and saddle joints are some examples. Disorders of muscular and skeletal system. Myasthenia gravis, auto, uh, autoimmune disorder affecting neuromuscular junctions leading to fatigue, weakening, and paralysis of skeletal muscles. Muscular dystrophy. Progressive degeneration of skeletal muscle mostly due to the genetic disorder. Tetany. Rapid spasm, wild contractions in muscles due to low calcium ions in body fluid. Arthritis. Inflammation of joints. Osteoporosis. Age-related disorder characterized by decreased bone mass and increased chances of fraction, decreased level of estrogen is a common cause. Gout. Inflammation of joints due to articulation, accumulation of uric acid crystals so this was the chapter locomotion and movement thank you